0: special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS.
1: Good morning from the Traffic Center. They're reporting the fire is out on Moss Trail off Buster and Road. That's in Morgan County. Had a structure fire there. Everything else moving along nicely this morning. You be careful on your trip in. All the job injuries can happen. Send your Timberlake and Lake can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk.
2: Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910.
3: common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Fred Holland.
4: 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Looks like it's going to rain all day. We'll get to more of that coming up later. I want to welcome back uh, Julie Kink and uh, also um, Marshall Eubanks, US, uh, U.S. Army, retired. That's make, correct. I want to make sure cuz yeah, You to, got it. They'll get a they'll get a uh, you know the, the jarhead or a or a, a flyboy snuck in there on me sometime. I want to <laughs> make sure. All right, so we are by the way y'all are our second set of uh, in-studio guests as we're trying to get back to some <laughs> kind of normal. Um but anyway, we we were going to you promised and you're back with an update on uh, the Gold Star family uh, family's memorial monument. They are co-chairs of the Alabama Gold Star Families Memorial uh, Monument Committee. This thing's been ordered, right? Yes. And is going to be uh, kind of update us on where we are for people who missed last time y'all were here.
5: We uh, Since last time we were here, we have placed the order for the monument. It's uh, in the process of being built. We have approved the uh, exact wording and design on the front of the monument. We have determined what the four... Etchings will look like it's on the back four panels of the monument. Uh, the company's in the process of uh, doing the final uh, proofs of the etchings that will go on the back of the monument. Uh, we, last week, we obtained final uh, city council approval uh, to give us right away to place the monument in the Veterans Park uh, in downtown Huntsville. So things are moving along very well. This park, if people have not, what you see from the street
4: is... Not the whole thing. I mean, it's it, it, this is deep, right? I mean, it's got a lot of
6: oh, a lot of stuff
4: to to to. Um, it's a great, great that, place for quiet time. That I'm Huntsville
6: Madison County Veterans Memorial is <clears throat> one of the most beautiful memorials I've ever seen. It, and yes, it does go back quite far. So, in addition to the walls that you see, the fountain features and the statues, you've got to go behind there because there's all kinds of other monuments placed on the walkway leading back. And this will, this Gold Star Family's Memorial Monument will be placed along the walkway towards the back, um, a short distance from the aviator statue. So
4: each of you have the, the reason you are part, so tied to this group. Each of you have your own personal stories about this. For folks who missed your stories, Julie, tell us about your brother.
6: Certainly. I'd love to, Fred. My. My uh, brother, my older brother, Warren Officer David Kink, was a Vietnam helicopter pilot, and he um, just wanted to fly. He enlisted because he had a, a love for flying and wanted to learn how to do that. Went to flight school at at um, Fort Walters, Texas, and graduated from Hunter Army Airfield in Savannah. And in 1969, he went to Vietnam, and he flew with charlie Trout, first of the ninth cav first air cav after a month in vietnam his aircraft his helicopter went down and um my brother was in the hospital in japan where he died on august 3rd 1969 so he was a um, ki- considered killed in action in the vietnam war he was 19 years old mm. and um i was eight so i'm one of the people who has that lingering hole in their hearts from someone that they've lost to in time of war. But um, I found that the community is very welcoming, and none of us are alone in our grief. There are many Gold Star families out there that share our experiences, and that's the the neat part about this monument. You know
4: what's interesting, because I find this for people who lose loved ones. My my late sister was... was, um, Pretty, um, one of those people that was always there for somebody who had lost a child. And you, you, you can't relate to somebody if you haven't been there. And there's that's just, I guess, some kind of special connection with someone that, that the average, I couldn't do it because I haven't, I haven't experienced, had your experience. But you can with these people who, for, for, you know, a, a lot of times they're, it, war's weird anyway, right? Because, um, yeah,
6: they certainly are. And every war is different. Every experience yeah. is different. The Vietnam War was an era where people weren't talking about things, as you as you know. So it, it, there were many, many families at that time that lost some, someone during the Vietnam War that never shared that with people until it's, we, it's been 50 years. And, and now we haven't thanked
4: <laughs> enough the veterans of that war to begin with. I mean, you know, it was still kind of a contentious thing. And um, but but anyway, Marshall, you're, it was your dad,
5: right? Yes, Fred, that's correct. My dad was uh, in the Army Corps of Engineers, and he went to Vietnam in 1966. And he was a master sergeant. Uh, He's actually the first sergeant of a of a big engineer construction company at Cameron Bay. They were in the process of putting in uh, the big port at Cameron Bay that a lot of the supplies and troops and material flowed into Vietnam through and he came down with a bad case of pancreatitis and was put in the field hospital and uh, didn't make it. So he died in March of 1967, and he was 39 years old. I was a freshman in college at the time. I just turned 18 uh, when he passed away. And as Julie said, we didn't talk about that stuff back then. Uh, I, I remember going to the funeral in uh, Loosedale, Mississippi, and then going back to school and you know, just didn't talk to anybody about it. It yeah. was a very strange time.
4: We've got a lot of healing in the last fifty years, and I yes. guess we have some healing to go. But this 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 helps, right? In in many cases, and sadly, we have younger gold star families to talk yes. about. We're That's talking right. about an era 50 years ago, and here we are living it again. We are. Uh, this memorial is is pretty special, and we'll talk more about it. It's on its way, and first in Alabama, we'll get more of an update um, on Gold Star Families coming up.
3: The Pussycat and Keep You Informed, all at the same time. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk.
7: With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. The IOC set aside $800 million for loans and payments arising from the pandemic that forced the 2020 Tokyo Olympics to be postponed. It is still unclear how big the total postponement bill will be, with Olympic organizers and public authorities in Japan facing extra costs. The Russian Soccer League will restart on June 21st after a break of more than three months because of the coronavirus. The league intends to pack eight rounds of games into just over one month to finish on July 22nd. All games will be held in empty stadiums. The Cypriot Soccer Federation has called off the season. The decision came after a team of medical experts rejected a set of health protocols drawn up by the federation and insisted that its own guidelines are followed. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. Brought to you by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. With a high yield online savings account, you can money.
3: When you go to the mechanic in here, pass me the torque,
1: right? Nope, let me have the flamethrower. That sounds wrong.
7: You know what else sounds wrong? When
3: you hear about the interest you're earning on your savings with the largest banks. But with a Marcus by Goldman Sachs online savings account, you could earn much more interest. And hear this. <laughs> Open a Marcus by Goldman Sachs online savings account in minutes at Marcus.com. You can money.
6: Comparison made to the three largest U.S. banks measured by total deposits. Rates as of February fourth, 2020 and may vary by state. Goldman Sachs Bank USA, member FDIC.
3: We understand that these are uncertain times. And while we are all looking for answers, we know many of you are also looking for help. That's why Liberty Mutual is automatically refunding a portion of our customers' personal auto insurance premiums. We're also offering flexible payment options for those who have been financially affected by the crisis. In these uncertain times, we want you to know we are here to help. Learn more about what Liberty Mutual is doing at libertymutual.com slash COVID-19. Were you born from 1945
8: to 1965? People born during these years are five times more likely to have hepatitis C, but most people don't know they are infected. So even if you try to eat right, exercise, and take care of yourself, you can still have hepatitis C a serious liver disease that often has no symptoms. In fact, people can live with hepatitis C for decades without feeling or looking sick. But over time, hepatitis C can cause serious health problems, including liver damage, liver failure, or even liver cancer. Getting tested is the only way to know if you're infected with hepatitis C. That's why the CDC recommends everyone born from 1945 to 1965 Get a blood test for hepatitis C. Treatments are available that can cure this disease. So talk to your doctor about getting tested. It could save your life. A message from the CDC.
3: For the latest on all the new gadgets, you need Leo the Tech Guy, Saturday nights at 6 on WTKI Talk.
4: For rebates or low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning at two five six eight five two eight eight two five. Alabama certification number eight three zero seven three. All right, here's your forecast: rain, 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 rain rain and more rain and then some more rain. Uh, 90% today, 90% for tonight, 50% tomorrow, 50% for Tuesday, Wednesday, 50. And it goes on, and then we get to lower chances by the end of the week. But it's going to rain all week. That's the whole forecast. 68 right now. So uh got the jobbering umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Boots. <laughs> you got boots? You have In, boots. She's right ready, is. man. All right. So uh, Julie Kink and um, Marshall Eubanks, uh, U.S. Army Colonel Retired, uh, are co-chairs of the Alabama Gold Star Families um, Mo- Memorial um, Monument uh, Committee. Memorial Day is going to be odd. We just did the uh, somebody did the stuff on uh, the fallen officers uh, mm-hmm. memorial uh, mm-hmm. uh service. They they do a number of them. They do the one in Washington, they do the state does one and they have one in Madison County which would have been the week before last, I guess. Um we're not able to to um to do it in a traditional way, but we're still going to have a Memorial Day. We're just not sure it's all going to be I guess a good bit of it's going to be online, huh?
6: individual yes the mayor um, videotaped a memorial day message at the that was videotaped at the huntsville madison county veterans memorial and so that should be available online i'm sure and but it is it's a strange year
4: the you know you look back on this and i and i guess you each have your own stories as to your loss from 50 years ago but pretty much 50 years ago for both of you right that's, that's right. a yeah. for for a lot of young people that's that's beyond a lifetime right <laughs> i don't know where the time is yeah. uh, but it's like fifty years holy crap my they just canceled yeah, my they just canceled my 50 it? year high school reunion. they're going to do it next year for those those of us who may be able to make it then, but you know we go through all the, all the conflicts we've had since Vietnam right mm-hmm. so there's a lot of how many gold star families are there in our community and how many in Alabama?
5: We tried a few months ago, we tried to get a handle on how many Gold Star families there were in Alabama. And we did some research. Uh, We found some data from the Veterans Administration. We found some data for some other government sites. And uh, we put together some numbers that indicated that there are over 6,000 Gold Star families Mm. in the state of Alabama. And it could go as high as as seven or eight thousand. But it's very difficult to pinpoint it because nobody keeps those databases.
4: Which is kind of sad, and, and again, they kind of—I wouldn't say—slip through the cracks. They just sort of, I, I guess, with that kind of loss, you're sometimes you don't want to be—you you want to be kind of left alone to some degree, right?
5: I think that's true for some people. Um, that is, it, it may be too soon for them to talk about it. it Maybe too painful for them to talk about it. Uh, some people just naturally don't want to talk about uh, emotional, uh, heart-wrenching kind of stuff. And it took me a long time before I was ready to talk about it. Did that change because because you went and served after that?
4: Was that was that a motivator in you serving, or were you already in ROTC in college
5: I, and all of that? I was in I was a freshman in college. I was in ROTC back then. All land grant schools in the country required uh, to have ROTC programs, and all freshmen and sophomores were required to take ROTC. Really? Yes. Huh. And it wasn't until late in the vietnam war i guess that some of the schools started uh, having problems with that and uh, let me just use the term kicked rotc off campus
9: ah. uh, there are
5: some big name schools that did that but uh in mississippi they weren't going to do something like that and probably in alabama they didn't do anything like that so i was an rotc i knew where i was going the draft was going on and uh uh, once I became a junior in ROTC, I knew I wanted to to go into Army Aviation, and uh, fortunately I was able to do that.
4: So you ended up doing, and and you flew helicopters, I guess?
5: Yes, I, when I graduated in 70, I went to flight school and flew uh, UH-1 Hueys in Vietnam.
4: Those were great birds. Yes. I got, I got to ride in them. I, never, I can't even pretend to even expect to fly one of those, but those were, those were workhorses.
5: Yes, they certainly were. Great, great little aircraft. Are we still using them, or have they pretty much all been decommissioned now? The Army doesn't have any. The last one was taken out of the Army inventory seven, eight years ago, and it was out here at Redstone flying for the test activity. Really? Uh, I know that there there are some flying around the country. I don't know whether any of the Guard or Reserve units have any, but I know that some of the state uh, forestry services fly Hueys for fire, Suppression and fire prevention and that sort of stuff. Uh, I know a lot of commercial companies still use Hueys for uh, maybe sightseeing in small jobs. Uh, kind of hard to miss that body style, isn't it? When you see it, the body style and the rotor blade whop 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 as it flew through the <laughs> air.
4: <laughs> well, it's funny. You see the one, the veterans group, the, the pilot group that's got. You may be part of that. The one that the ones that uh, they drag one drag one around on a trailer. You see it from time to
5: time. Yes, that's my organization. That is your organization. Yeah. Okay. We like we, rest- we restored that thing from ground up. Does it fly, or it's just there yeah, for, uh, we for need, people? We would to... need somebody like a big benefactor like you, Fred, to make it flyable.
4: We'll write that check tomorrow. It's gotta be good,
6: right? Yes, it's gotta be good.
5: <laughs> okay,
4: so back to the memorial. It's it's in this thing is go have we got a date yet for this for the for the Gold Star
5: Memorial? No well we're planning we're planning definitely this fall. And we're looking at uh I almost hate to say a date, because it may change, but...
4: Yeah, everything's changing now. We're hoping hoping it's
5: going to be... The dedication will be in October. That's what we're planning toward. But uh, we're in the process of getting uh, a contractor on board to build the plaza. We know that the monument itself will be ready in plenty of time. Uh, The contractor that's that's building the monument up in in, uh, Kentucky will bring it down, and we'll install it on the plaza. So... We're working hard to get our contractor on board to build the plaza. And once the plaza is built, the contractor will come down and install the monument. And then after that, we'll do some housekeeping, yard work, make sure it looks nice for the memorial.
4: Are there opportunities on the memorial itself is going to be, I don't want to say generic, and but from a standpoint of having dated material on it, it's going to... There's going to be some... The front's very, very, um, I wouldn't say plain, but very... Simple is probably a good word, right?
5: Yes. The front of of all the uh, memorials that have uh, been dedicated so far, which is right about 60 in the United States, um, is the same. It's the backside where the the local committees have the option to put these uh, etching pictures and etching graphics on the back of those panels. Uh, They have a scene that represents each one of the panels on the back, uh, Homeland um, let me see. The other ones are homeland, family, patriot, and sacrifice. So we have came up with uh, with a, what we think is a great set of etchings that span across all four of the panels, uh, and we're really excited about that. And we have uh, met we've met with a contractor uh, about getting those etchings. Um, uh, in place for us
4: is there any because uh, this is going to be more it's going to be a, an area right around the monument yeah. is is there is are there future plans to individualize that a little bit for families or is something like that possible at some point or is there or is are, it not necessary because of everything else that's at the memorial?
6: There, there are, Fred, and there are opportunities now. People can purchase a brick paver. There will be pavers very exactly like the pavers that are in other parts of the Veterans Memorial Park there that people can go online to the Huntsville-Madison County Veterans Memorial website and purchase a paver right now. And those will go in in the walkways surrounding the monument, and we will also have a few benches that will be in the area for for people to sit and reflect on, and so there are donation opportunities for those as well.
4: How many? So this is the first one in Alabama, right? We yeah, understand right. there's one I think underway in Mobile. I think uh, uh, there, Marshall, you said there, maybe
5: there's a committee being put together in the early early stages of planning. Uh, we think in Mobile.
4: We always take the lead on this stuff, which is kind of cool, actually. We're, we're, we're a really proactive uh, community as it's, far as veterans time. and supporting the military. All right, we'll talk more about, uh, I guess you can still get involved as well, right? We'll yes. give people an opportunity to, if they want to become involved in this and reach out to you guys, we'll talk more about that. Uh, Julie Kink, uh, Marshall Eubank, both um, co-chairs of the Alabama Gold Star Families Memorial Monument Committee.
3: Small Business Advocate, Jim Blassom Game, Saturdays at 2 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk
1: only incident this morning has been a structure fire in Morgan County. That was on Moss Trail off Buster Owen. That's in the Brentley Mountain area. That fire is out, so everything's okay there. Snelling has immediate need for an experienced medical coder biller. GPMS experience is preferred. Pays up to $25 an hour. Huntsville.snelling.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk.
10: Ken Creel answers
3: your lawn and garden questions Saturday mornings at 10 with lawns, gardens, and
2: stuff. Hi, this is Ken Creel. Join me Saturday mornings. We'll talk about gardening, pest management, landscaping, and whatever else you want to talk about. Tune in and call with your questions or comments. See you there, and until then, happy gardening.
3: Lawns, gardens, and stuff, Saturday mornings at 10 on WTKI Talk.
0: Only in the forest can you see this and this and this, but nothing beats the moment you see that. That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities.
9: I didn't know it could do that!
0: Because one trip to the forest can spark a world of difference.
7: There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, canoeing, fishing, or camping. Or create your own adventure with family and friends, and you might just see this. Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org.
0: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Sometimes
2: life is wonderful and sometimes it's not.
10: As much as I do, I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and I'll share a trick that takes the misery out of this chore right after this. Black and green stuff growing on your roof or siding? Pick up Wet and Forget's new Rapid Application Hose End. Now Wet n' Forget No Scrub Outdoor Cleaner is even easier with a brand new nozzle that attaches to your garden hose and sprays up to 30 feet. Wet n' Forget Hose End quickly and easily treats surfaces you normally couldn't reach without climbing up the ladder. Each bottle cleans up to a whopping 2,000 square feet. Visit wetandforget.com to find a retailer near you. Painting around divided light windows is a tedious, time-consuming job. But here are a couple of tips to make it slightly less painful. The first is simple. Take several sheets of printer paper and cut them to exactly the size of each window pane. Then run them through a pan of water so they're good and damp but not dripping. Because it's damp, the paper will stick to the glass long enough for you to paint the frame. When you're done, it peels right off. The other option is to go ahead and let the paint get on the glass, When it's dry and you're ready to scrape the excess off, use a straight edge to cut around the perimeter of each pane before using a razor scraper to remove the paint. This leaves a nice, clean, fine line without gouging up the window frame to get it. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hey, slow down, buddy. This ain't Talladega, and that race car driver's number on your back window, you ain't him truth is, just ten miles over the speed limit and your chances of killing someone are four times higher. So forget the number on your window and memorize the one on that orange prison jumpsuit. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive
0: safe, Alabama.
3: 800-443-0232 it ain't me it
8: ain't me You cat person Daryl
3: I am. Love you since I was 3 years old. Vicious creature. Able to pet the pussycat and keep you informed. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk.
4: Well it's coming. Uh, what what really good things. What what do they say uh good. Good things are worth the wait, or come to whatever those that. Who wait. Uh, yes. To, uh, good things come to those who wait. Mm-hmm. This has been work. This has been going for a while. Judy, uh, uh, Judy, Julie Kink. See, I'm trying to get back used to doing stuff with live audience, and I'm screwing up. <laughs> and uh, Marshall Eubanks, uh, both are co-chairs of the Alabama Gold Star Families Memorial Monument Committee. Um, this is coming to Huntsville's uh, Veterans Memorial Park, hopefully in the fall. Yes, uh, and um, this uh, this thing's been in the works for how long?
6: A Couple of years. The committee's been working on it.
4: Yeah, and and as far as the etchings, so the individual for for each community there. Would you say sixty, Marshall? There are about sixty.
6: Sixty have been sixty around the
4: country. Yeah. Uh, first one in Alabama. So the the, the fronts pretty much what it is from from whatever the original design was and it's quite simple and then the back the community kind of in, individualizes it a little bit
6: yeah that's right and and this is a monument there are not names on the monument and right. so as you said earlier opportunity for families to purchase pavers in honor of their loved ones or and people who are serving et cetera. Um, but the the front of it has has the words gold star a tribute to gold star star families and relatives and then the panels on the back are are split into four different themes and some communities choose photographs etchings sayings um we have one of our panels will have some some words from a a person who was killed in the service a part of a poem and um so the monument actually it, it's it's going to be produced by Um, the Bailey Granite Company out of Kentucky, but this whole idea started with Medal of Honor recipient Herschel Woody Williams, who started the uh, Herschel Woody Williams Medal of Honor Foundation in about 2010 and decided that, hey, these things are needed in communities throughout the country, and so they are the ones who are coordinating the effort to place these Gold Star Families monuments in communities throughout the U.S., so if people
4: people can still donate for this, right? Yes. And where, where do they go for that?
6: The website for the Huntsville Madison County Veterans Memorial um, is hmcvm.org, and they can can donate. They can purchase a paver. I also want to mention that we're very fortunate to have a, a primary sponsor for the monument um, in in i3 and our our primary project sponsors mike and christine wicks of integration innovation incorporated who came forward and decided that um this was something they felt strongly about that should be in this community but there are also other donation opportunities too
4: so if you in in the process this couple of years putting this together you, you guys have i guess made a few friends along the way would you
5: say I would say so, yes. Met a lot of wonderful people, uh, a couple of them. In fact, uh, last week uh, we had to go down to the city council meeting uh, where our resolution, as I said earlier, to get uh, access to the monument grounds, the Veterans Memorial Grounds, in order to install this monument. Uh, The resolution was passed, and and we gave about a three-minute advertisement for it. But prior to the meeting, several of the, of the city councilmen, the Huntsville City Council people, I should say, were very interested in this and were very uh, excited and, uh, and thankful that uh, this monument was being placed in Huntsville as the first one in Alabama. And, you know, to continue the, with the numbers, there are 45 states who have monuments in it right now, and there are about 70 monuments under varying stages of completion around the United States. As an example... Over in Georgia, they have one, and there's one in, uh, in construct, under construction. Tennessee has two, and there are a couple more under construction. Mississippi has one or two, and they have one or two under construction. So it'll be nice for Alabama to finally get a monument.
4: You know, it, it's interesting because the southern states, in particular, southern and, and I guess western states, tend to be the. But the south, probably by, by larger measure, have contributed a lot. Nothing against Wisconsin, Julie.
9: <laughs>
4: Midwest, I guess, too. But the rural, I guess, rural areas, you know, outside the, the, the two coasts, the majority of the people who end up volunteering now, the, the people who end up in our military, uh, for, for, I guess, for, I, I don't know, I wouldn't, wouldn't doubt if I said a hundred years, for the last hundred years, we've had a lot of people from the sticks have been the people who have ended up supporting our country and our military.
5: You know, that's, that's an interesting comment, Fred. I saw uh, an article or a study some years ago about that subject, and they were trying to explain the rationale for that, why uh, a large number of uh, of uh, people who entered the service came from southern states. And one of the, the uh, theses was that uh, if you take a look at where military installations are located, the preponderance of them were in the south. So people are closer, have more military in their communities. They're closer to the military. They read about the military more in their papers than they do in the state of the Mid- I mean, We don't have many naval uh, bases in the Midwest. Uh, they're all along the Gulf Coast or, or out in a couple of them out in California. So it's that close association with the military that uh, uh, eventually causes people to want to join. You know, what's interesting here, though, there have been, like
4: the arsenal now is more of a federal campus than it is military. You'll you'll occasionally see a uniformed person, but even before that, we we didn't have the contingency like a Fort Bragg or a Fort Knox or Fort Campbell do, but for whatever reason, this particular area of Alabama, Huntsville in particular, we have, what, one of the largest parades now for, for Veterans Day? I mean... We we get out and support those people who are still with us, and Memorial Day is a big deal too here. It is. And it always has been.
6: It is Huntsville and this area gets it. I think that the people here are are welcoming of military families, and it's there are people that come and go from all different places and and come here to work and and serve. And I think this is a fabulous area for for welcoming all things military and the Veterans Memorial. Shows it. If you go to that site and look at the number of pavers that are there and the number of donors and corporations and organizations that have given and the design of it, it's just incredible.
4: You know, we keep having these odd things, too. Like we have more generals, uh, retired generals, than I think anywhere else outside, what, northern Virginia or something. I remember reading that figure, and I forget how many, but the the numbers keep going up. Um, The other thing is, you know, I, I was an Air Force brat. And I would, you know, I look back on that now, and I, I wouldn't have given up that opportunity for anything in the world because I got to live in some pretty special places, and and I meet people here who were either Army brats or Navy brats or you know Air Force brats too, um, Marine Corps don't leave them out, Coast Guard or two too, I, we'll throw them all in there. But all these people, maybe that's what helps make this community what it is. Because you have all these people who've lived all these different places. And, you know, when you say you ain't from here, are you? There there are a lot of people that ain't from here, right? Yes. But it works. It's made us different in some way. And very good in this area of recognizing veterans and saluting those who gave, families that gave.
6: Well said. And and being an Air Force brat, that makes you one of the friendliest people in the world. I mean, people... (laughs) I, I can't think of any people that I'd rather spend time with and sit down and talk with than people who grew up in the military, because, as you said, they had to move around from here to there to another place and make friends. you got to make friends fast. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Really fast. And it's hard to say goodbye, but it was always, you know, yeah. you got a chance to keep in touch with people, too, if you were... You know, I right. was oh, a horrible letter writer, so we'll see how that goes. Um, all right, so so kind of w- w- going up to this. Where's the need? Do, are, is there no more need for volunteers, or more need for money, or as we get close to this event in the fall, where are you guys in need of help?
5: Well, anyone, as Julie said earlier, anyone who wants to uh, help contribute can purchase a brick with anyone's name on it. They can purchase multiple bricks, and she gave you the website on how to do that. There's also some opportunities for larger donations to uh, uh, be the sponsor of a a bench or two that we're planning on putting in. Um, As far as labor goes, we're not in any need of any labor right now. We We have our committee. We have advisors to the committee. We have liaisons to the committee. We have the foundation, which supports us, and we have the contractor building the monument. All right. Got all that covered. All right.
2: A couple more with uh, with Washington Talk Radio doesn't have to be boring. Hey, it's Joe Paggs. Today at 5 on Talk Radio for the Rest of Us, 1450-105.3 WTKI Talk.
1: It's one of those days you want to bottle up and save for a day that's not so good. We have a clean slate, no wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems, nearly heavy traffic load on all those inbound routes. Are you looking for ways to lower stress and boost immunity? The 2030 Fast Track program can help. Find out how at 2030Huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk.
9: Don't bring your guns to town, son. Leave your guns at home, Harry. Back in one minute with your food chain. Question of the day.
6: History buffs. This tale from Michael Olson's Tales from a Tin Can took place during the Battle of the Komendorski Islands, March 1943. All the gunfire
10: that had been aimed at the Salt Lake City was now coming directly for us. From my position up at the gun director atop the bridge, I could actually see the rounds coming from the Japanese cruisers. Captain would yell up, over or under. I'd yell my guest back down, and he'd give the helmsman his orders. Those Japs had their batteries lined up right, I'll tell you. They dropped a dozen shots short, then walked right up as neat as you please. Their dispersion wasn't 20 feet, and that's what you want to see. Except, of course, if you happen to be on the wrong end of that gunfire. Hell, even the men down the fire room knew we were done for.
6: Tales from a Tin Can contains 424 tales by 44 sailors aboard the USS Dale, from Pearl Harbor to Tokyo Bay. Order your copy at TalesFromATinCan.com. That's TalesFromATinCan.com. TalesFromATinCan.com. The former Duke
9: of Sussex, Prince Harry, has a new title, Former Noble Hunter. Daily Mail reports that the prince recently gave up hunting and sold his purdy hunting rifles, which were estimated to be worth 50,000 euros. A longtime friend of Harry's, famed anthropologist Dr. Jane Goodall, told Radio Times that she thought Harry gave up hunting because his animal-loving wife, Meghan Markle, did not approve of the endeavor. Question. Do you think Prince Harry's decision to give up hunting and hunting rifles was noble or humble? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's WTKIRadio.com.
3: Over hill, over there we have hit the dusty trail. Same solutions for an insane world. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI
4: Talk.
2: While rolling
4: well, I'm guessing Marshall's probably heard that a few times in his life. Yes. Uh, Marshall Eubanks, uh, U.S. Army, retired, and uh, Julie Kink, both uh, members of their co-chairs, actually, the Alabama Gold Star Families Memorial Monument Committee. One of the things you guys have talked about, and again, we're, we're looking, we're throwing a dart at a at a calendar, right? <laughs> Whatever yeah. date it's going to be. It's a couple time in the fall, we hope. Sometime. But you really want participation for this because they're Gold Star families and they're friends of Gold Star families and people just, that, that need to come out for this, right?
6: We want to invite all the Gold Star families we know to this. All Families in the area whether, they, whether their loved one was serving in Alabama or from Alabama or whether they moved into the area like myself, we want to invite as many families as possible. We also want Gold Star families to participate in the ceremony, the dedication ceremony that we have sometime this fall, September or October sometime in there. We will we'll want to have gold star families doing different elements in that ceremony because that's what this monument is for is for honoring families of those who lost their lives in service.
4: And sadly we've had more recent conflicts than the ones you guys suffered your losses from
6: and yes. we'll probably
4: have some more. I mean it's just it, it unfortunately there are bad people the in the world and we got to slap them down occasionally. Mm-hmm. But that's part of it, right? That that's part of it. and we have people stepping up to do it, which is always amazing to me. I don't think we've ever had people not respond, ever.
5: No, we have not. Uh, it's just amazing what the, uh, the youth of this country will do for the country. Uh, they, they, the youths are, are the people who fight the wars. You know, the generals and the colonels and the sergeant majors are, are the older ones that they manage and run and command the, the outfits. But it's the 18-, 19-, 20-, 21-year-olds who are out there doing the hard stuff, doing the fighting, living in the trenches.
4: You know it's funny when I, because you, you've heard band of brothers. That was a term, I guess, that started in World War II, but it's ended up in movies and books and everything else. They really are bands of. You, you guys are bands of brothers, right? Your crew on your helicopter. You were you were bands of brothers,
5: right? Yes. And there are. Uh, I know that from the Vietnam War, there are dozens and dozens, and maybe even hundreds of uh, units that still have reunions every year. And that's cool too. You know, we talk about high school reunions and college reunions,
4: but military unit reunions are are awesome things because I I'm, I have a feeling in some of those there's a dry eye in the room. Just a guess, but uh, anyway, I w- I w- in fact, I want to get uh, I want to get to the healing part of this because y'all going through some things, and I want you to share that coming up more with Julie and uh, and Marshall just ahead.
3: When surrounded by idiots, we can still smile. We're not ordinary people.
10: We're morons.
3: I'm Mike Gallagher. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI.
10: Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Centric Brands, the company that designs and sells Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger, and Nautica clothing, has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy reorganization. Its chief executive, Jason Rabin, says the coronavirus pandemic has significantly impacted all sectors of its business. The company is hoping to significantly reduce its debt and to emerge from bankruptcy as a private company. Tiffany says it will hold a virtual annual meeting on June 1st instead of its usual gathering to prioritize the health and well-being of its employees, shareholders, and the community. Tesla is said to now have the green light to resume operations at its Fremont, California auto plant. The San Francisco Chronicle says employees have been informed that Alameda County Health Department has approved its health and safety plans. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you.
2: The big media is at war with President Trump. Now, Newsmax TV reveals the media's dangerous agenda. Watch Newsmax TV and see shows with Chris Salcedo, Sean Spicer, and Greg Kelly as they expose the fake news. Newsmax TV is America's fastest-growing cable channel on DirecTV, Xfinity, Dish, Spectrum, Optimum, Cox, Fios, UVerse, Suddenlink, Mediacom, WOW, Armstrong, CenturyLink, and more. Just check your channel guide. Everyone is talking about Newsmax TV, so watch it today.
1: No rags, no stalls, no traffic signal headaches to report. You be careful. Hopefully we'll be able to keep the ride in an easy one. Are you having trouble sleeping with a mask and a hose? Dr. Sandman's offering $500 off on the Somnadin, an easy-to-use oral device. Insurance approved for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE or randalsandlin.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk.
0: Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you will develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com.
9: Sponsored by
2: the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Tradition at Stan Leo's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the
4: pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stan Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stan on Facebook and receive special offers.
3: Converting your warped view into something more realistic. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
4: But it's all over now, and show isn't Monday. See, that's what I'm thinking. People still need to know what day it is. We're still kind of in that pattern. It's a little less than it was, but it's. But you're welcome. Uh, for rebates or low payments on a new Linux Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning at 256-852-8825, Alabama Certification Number 83073. All right, for the sake of argument here, it's going to rain all week. And we get lesser chances as we get into it. So, so anyway, we're uh, we're joined by uh, uh, Julie Kink and uh, also um, Marshall Eubanks. They are uh, co-chairs of the Alabama Gold Star Families Memorial Monument Committee. Um, you know, I, I get out. I, I we're talking during the break. I get a little irritated at this too. Um, Memorial Day and Veterans Day kind of get confused. Memorial Day is for those we've lost, and I think that's what it has to be. I know we've got, you know, there are going to be big appliance sales and car sales and everything else, which irritates Julie, uh, and I can only imagine. Never mind. But, you know, um, it, it, the, the origin of this, and this goes back to after the Civil War, right? I mean, we, we started doing this. I forget, what did they call it?
5: Uh In 1868, uh, a group of people started uh, <clears> on <throat> to uh, honor fallen uh, service members from the Civil War. So they started decorating graves with flowers, flags, and other sorts of decorations. So it was called Decoration Day. And it was called Decoration Day up until I guess the early 20s or so when it was changed to Memorial Day. And it was right after World War One that um, Decoration Day was expanded to include the uh, deaths from all wars up until that time it was only the civil war and then in uh, 1968 it became uh, a holiday on monday when congress passed the monday holiday act or whatever it was called and then it was until 1971 when richard nixon officially made memorial day a federal holiday 1971
4: good lord but we're getting there. But, but you know, amid the barbecuing and the first, uh, what is it, the unofficial start of summer and all those mm-hmm. things, Memorial Days ended up being, you guys have gone through, and I, I, I want to share this again, you guys have gone through, this has been a healing process for you guys, right? Being involved in this project, it, the, the it whole Gold Star Families
6: It has, and monument. you're not alone. You know, you realize there are other families, and even though when I grew up, I I didn't know a single other person who lost someone until the 1990s, the middle 1990s, when I started looking for people who knew my brother. But it's healing, and that's what this monument will be, is a healing place. People, to acknowledge that there's also a lingering loss on the on the part of the families who still have an empty place at their table, who still miss someone even though they're gone. They can go to a gravesite, or possibly not. Um, but I think just to acknowledge that to families that, hey, you know, you're your loved one is still remembered and that their friends and family will never forget them. That's the important takeaway from all this.
5: And it, it, healing for you, Marshall As as I think about uh, your question, Fred, I, I guess it really, really started for me in about 1995 when I joined the Vietnam helicopter pilot association. Prior to that, um, I was in the army for 26 years and I didn't, I didn't uh, join any veterans organizations because we were moving around so much. So I really didn't uh, think about it too much. But once I joined the VHPA and started going to the reunions and meeting people and and seeing the uh, memorial services that were put on at the meetings, and Julie holds a uh, uh, gold sponsors and holds the gold star families breakfast every year at the, at the reunions. So it's, it started for me really in 1995. Just just connecting with those guys. Yes connecting, and then experiencing the uh, what other uh, Gold Star families were feeling.
4: All right, you can still get involved in this thing. We don't know exactly. It's going to be in the fall. It's going to be constructed. It's going to be in the uh, Huntsville Veterans Memorial Park. Uh, where can people get involved again in the Gold Star families on uh, Memorial Monument? Um Event.
6: The best place, Fred, is to go to the website for the Huntsville-Madison County Veterans Memorial, which is hmcvm.org, and go there, purchase a paver, look for information on the monument, and we'll see them in the fall.
4: All right, be available, because it's going to be a big deal. Always great seeing you all. Thank you. Marshall, Thank Julie, you great, great seeing much.
10: you. Thank have you. Have Never a great forget. week. Thanks.
4: Never forget. Thanks, Fred.
3: You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, WTKI Talk.